Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided tour through the junk drawer of John's brain. My brain. Your brain. Indeed. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm John. And I'm Kate. Kate is back. I'm back. Yes. How are you doing, Kate? Uh, super great. <laughs> super great. I'm like last episode where I was doing not great. Um, awesome. The fun side of being unemployed, mm. fun employed, if you would, yes. um, is that I have lots of time to play video games. Oh, my God. So much. So, dude. Oh. Mass Effect Andromeda came out on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, it is Friday. Yes. I have logged 35 hours of Mass oh Effect. My oh, my God. <laughs> I I am stuck on... Did you... So there's there's this quest that's on the... like. So to catch... Uh, do, how do we explain... Can we explain Mass Effect Andromeda to our listeners in one sentence? Um... <laughs> You get to fuck aliens. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that was wrong. Um, a bunch of a bunch of alien races left the Milky Way galaxy to go colonize uh, the Andromeda galaxy, and then they got there and everything went wrong. Yes, and so like there's there's this uh, there's this main space station that like is supposed to be the waypoint for all of the incoming races, um, but it's been fucked up. And I am I'm on that right now And like, there's this engineer dude Who like Is th- There's been some sabotage And he's trying to be like How do I fucking Can you Can you help me out And I, I'm, I'm like Sure I'll help But I don't think I can complete the quest Because like One of the points I'm supposed to fix Is in something called The operations center And I don't fucking know Where it is Like it's on the map But the th- Like it doesn't correspond I don't know It's not accessible to you yet You oh. have to go do more um, Critical path missions Oh god Okay I, I guess know. I should do that the, the really the main question for me right now with Mass Effect Andromeda is who do I romance? Because uh, if I am given the opportunity to play a character in a Bioware game, I play a woman. Of course. And so the but one of the women in the game that I was like, oh maybe it should be her because she looks like a video game version of Tasha Yar. Uh, perhaps we should be best romance. Oh, best. the one who but looks like out, a very hot undercut lesbian. Yes, but who is who definitely is straight. Definitely straight. She actually tells you that in the game. Straight up, right away. Right away. Which you know what? I, I appreciate it. I was mad. <laughs> I'm still mad. At least, you know, at least she wasn't a dick about it, but it was just like, all right, that's, that's your deal, that's fine. But so it's her, um, she's off the table, but then, so then there's the, um, there's the alien translator, there's PB, or there's the Scottish redhead. Suvi Anwar. I, th- I think it's going to end up being the Scottish redhead because, it, you, as you will recall, in the last Mass Effect games, our uh, our Fem Chef definitely romanced an Asari already. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like we've already been, been there. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Damn. So, so I don't know. What do you think? I mean, like, is that too easy? Is that too obvious? No, no. I think it's great. I. Um... It's hard to do it without spoilers, but if you might you might want to look at a chart and see who, how many scenes you get with each character, oh. just like a number, uh-huh. because Suvi is wonderful, but her romance is not as in-depth or long as the sort of main path ones. Like, Are you telling me that it's possible to romance the Krogan? No. <laughs> no. I'm so mad. <laughs> Drac, who's like 4,000 years old, I would, he would I would wreck love. you. He would absolutely destroy you. Krogans have like four testicles. <laughs> I don't know why I know this. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, it's the best. I, Mass Effect is one of my favorite fictional universes. Um, it's yeah. You it, could fuck the new guy. 
Yeah. Joel? Oh, I haven't, I haven't, I, I haven't oh, met that guy yet. Cat squid. <laughs> he sends good emails. Really good emails. I, yeah, I, I love that there's a message board on, on the ship. Oh my god. Like, the message board is great yes. already. I'm, I've only gone on one critical path mission. Um, so, I, you know, I guess I need to advance that. But I just, I want to, like, I, I typically don't do this in, in, in most games. Like, I'm not a side quest guy. But in Mass Effect, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do all the side quests I can. Because uh, I just I just love being in that universe so I love much. that content, man. Give me more of that content. Exactly. Exactly. Dude. Speaking of content, I think it might be time for us to introduce our guest for this episode. What do you think? I think it's time. Who's Dana's here? Dana's back. Dana. 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 What's up? That's <laughs> <laughs> the only way I know how to talk to people. Um, uh, <laughs> What's good, Dana? What's new? Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, before, before while, while she's chuckling, we can get to that in a second. Um, for those of you who have never listened to this show before, the premise is that I have been writing down literally every stray idea I've ever had for literally the past 10 years. And I've never done anything with them. So it's time to actually just get them out of the world so other people can do what they want with them. Uh, and the way I've chosen to do that is by sitting my friends down in front of the archive, and they just get to look through it, which is what Dana is doing right now. That's right, Um, um So... <laughs> I mean, you want me to just like yeah, yeah, just let's, just, like let's go, okay, dive well, in. The first one I chose, and John will understand exactly why I chose it. The second I say it, um, convention booth observations on human nature, a collection. Oh. <laughs> first of all, I hope this is a coffee table book. <laughs> oh my god, you of all people understand exactly why I chose this. I so. I have been helping friends of mine out at booths uh, at, like, comic or, or maker-type conventions for, I think, over a decade at this point. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it makes you a sort of student of human nature in a way that, like, that I feel like people just need to... Especially, I mean, this especially for some reason is true at Maker Fair, where like people will come up to our booth and without him even saying anything, I can tell. I'm like, oh, this guy it thinks he's the funny one in his social group, or like, oh, oh no. this guy did a lot of like this guy did a lot of theater tech work, or like, you know what I mean? Like without even like, and I I don't know where that knowledge comes from, but it's usually correct. Yeah, and like. How or like why? Uh, so what? What I would love is a coffee table book uh, that collects a number of these observations from a bunch of people who've been to maybe a bunch of different kinds of conventions. Just to a because I think it would be funny, but also I would bet you that interesting patterns would begin to emerge. Hmm. You don't say. <laughs> Didn't you used to run a dating advice booth at Comic Con? So y- yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did this at Ape. Uh, oh, at Ape! Years. Oh, yes. poor Ape. Yeah, but this was like yeah. This this was Very right confused. before um, it became like it before it became no longer a thing. Yeah, um, before it died, yeah. it said death. I, I had a I had a friend who had a booth, and uh, I I would bring a, a, one of those like fold out lawn chairs and set it up behind the booth, and there was a sign that just said relationship advice, twenty five cents, and so people would just come back and they would sit on the on the thing and they would just tell me their problems and I would give them what advice I could uh, it, I, I don't know if I ever managed to help anybody but I did give some advice I mean the real question is did you take any footballs out from underneath any of them <laughs> 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 like, that's where it sounds like this is going that was definitely that was definitely the model I was definitely operating on the Lucy Van Pelt model 
Um, it sounds like the start to like a really good grift. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it like, honestly, it does. <laughs> the best, the honestly, the best uh, iteration of that was for some reason I had two friends of mine, both named Dan, uh, who happened to be in town for Ape. Question: and Were they members of the group? They might be giants. They were not. Because <laughs> there are two Dan's. <laughs> uh, and one of them is currently married. The other one had been married twice, and so oh, wow. uh, they were able to give a lot of excellent advice. So, yeah. My advice was not as deep. <laughs> well. But, but yes, but you have, you you look like you have some thoughts on this side. No, I just, like, I, the, I mean, my years of experience <laughs> have also given me lots of insight onto the type of people you see at different kinds of conventions. I mean, yeah, actually, yes. As, as, as women, do, I mean, I'm sure your experiences are much different than mine, right? Like, yeah. Uh, and so you have a lot of experience with, like, the weird, creepy dudes. Yeah, I have, like, a lot of experience with, like, every shade of person who goes to different kinds of conventions. Because, like, I started out pretty much primarily going to, like, anime conventions. And that's a whole... There's, like, a whole gamut there. But then I quit anime conventions because, like, I don't want none of this no more. (laughs) (laughs) Only started going to comic book conventions. And that's a whole other thing where it's like you have your subsect of like anime kids that go there yeah. but it's not just people so they're like the minority right so then you have a whole different gamut of like similar characters but because it's a different environment right different yes See, and I only go to, like, video game conventions and or then, book-related conventions. Yeah. But you know what? I bet there's one type of person that unites all conventions. The fucking guy who gets up to the mic and is like, it's more of a question than a com- Or a comment than a question. Yes! Oh, my God! It goes every on for, like, 45 minutes every single panel. Every panel that you've ever been to in your entire life has one of them. Oh, That's why I don't go to those. <laughs> like, I you just leave. To. When question period starts, just yeah, leave. Exactly. Just exactly. Leave. Yes. Leave. When it's time for Q&A, I'm good. I've got to, I'm, I'm out. I am fucking out. Yep. Like this person is at every convention uh, and every Q and A. They come in every shade of uh, of of person. Like I'd, uh, I, uh, what? Wouldn't it? I, <laughs> if you could just bring a camera crew to the to that convention and then like find that guy yeah. after the panel and be and just bring him and sit him in front of your camera crew. One. Yeah, just sit them down in front of your camera crew and be like, so. What the fuck? <laughs> so, like, what was your goal here? Just, yeah. just like, as in, just like, break, brush, just like, I, I, um, why are you like this? <laughs> Who did this to you? And why do you, why do you feel it necessary to inflict this upon literally hundreds of other people? Hundreds, if not thousands, of other people. This is what the internet is for. Don't do it in real life. Bye. Bye. You have to stay. That's what the comment section is for. That's what the, com- the one no one reads, and we don't read it for a reason. Because yep. oh. that guy's in it. Because you're there, and you're gonna get real pedantic and real annoying real fast. Oh. You're gonna yes. tell. You're gonna tell the star what they said, line for line, even though they said it. Like right back with them about it. Yep. Yeah. No. 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 You know what, John? No. I want to spin this. No coffee table book. Documentary series, yes. Interview series. Oh, but but okay. But so like, you, it would have to be the kind of thing where it's sort of like you. There'd be two cameras. There'd be one camera on on the the booth person, mm-hmm. but there'd also be a camera facing out, right? right. Such that like so that like the, like somebody would be approaching the booth and it'd be like, oh, here comes the funny guy. 
and then you would you would you know like yeah. then, then the camera would record the entire interaction and then later you could be scored on like your accuracy just because I would bet you that like everybody who has tabled at a convention has has this sense to some degree of sort of like oh this person oh it's that guy well like, and like even even better is like I realize this the one of one of the last conventions I went to he was hanging out with someone who was tabling uh-huh. and like the same it's weird because like you'll you'll see people on the floor and you'll have that same thing where you're like you're that guy <laughs> oh you're that person but like and you know it but like for some reason there's like still like a weird like difference than like when you're at the table interacting with them and when you're like on the floor because they could be that person when they're on the floor but they can be a whole different that person when they come up to your table I totally get that so I bet there's like the guy that wants to uh, do like a trade right but the thing they have to trade is garbage yeah (laughs) or they want to barter with you but have have no like reason (laughs) not like I'll give you this cool thing which is like can you knock five dollars off of this art print it's like no no (laughs) and then they leave the table and then suddenly they're also secretly the guy who thinks that they're the funny guy in the group. Like, see? It's <laughs> a multitude of guys. Yeah. It's true. Mm. It's like a whole grab bag. Because, mm. like, I noticed that. I was, like, um, I was hanging out with someone most of the weekend at a convention who was there tabling, and they have a wild, very popular, long-running webcomic. And, like, I'd be like, oh, I saw that person on the floor earlier. They're, they're one of those people. But then, like, they came to the table, like, oh, but they're secretly also one of those people. <laughs> no! <laughs> this got worse! Like, it's real interesting. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, I think that would have to be an entire documentary series. Oh, yeah. Look at, a like, companion book. Yeah. And a companion book. Yes, definitely. I mean, we're looking at, like, a probably a... Like a, a field guide. A six to ten episode series a and a field, guide. Guide. a field guide. A field guide. A field guide. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. That, that could be a thing. I love that could it. really be a thing. I love it. What's next? Um, the next one... I picked because it just like offends my soul is comic books and Dalton Waffles truck because that just sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. It's yeah, it's a it's a food truck that serves you Belgian waffles, but it also has comics for some yeah, reason. See, that sounds like, like I don't know why a disaster. I don't remember when I hit upon this idea, uh, and I'm not sure it would work very well. No, you I had a just syrup like, problem. A exactly, big syrup problem. <laughs> exactly. Like you'd have to you'd have to like really rigorously instate the like Rocco's Modern Life rule. Just turn the page, wash your hands. Turn the page, wash your hands. Turn the page, wash your hands. Because, like, otherwise, you're gonna have like forty grown ass adults with like jam hands. You know what I think it might be? going to town on your comics. Y- actually, you know what I think this idea might be. Unless you're gonna laminate examine. all the comics, which sounds expensive. It does. Well, but, but so what I think it is actually is it's it's a Belgian waffle truck, right? But there's also a spinner rack right next to where you put your order in, so that while you're waiting for your order to arrive. You can pick up a book and just read Still it. jam hands. I well, feel like there's still a jam hands epidemic on the rise. Well, but then if, if it turns out you like it enough to buy it, you can just buy it. Then it's yours. Mm. And then you get your waffles and you can just, you know, you tuck your, your, your new purchase into your laptop bag while you eat your delicious waffle or whatever. Like, I, I think that was the, the, the idea. That sounds very Portland. A very Portland <laughs> idea, John. But I don't you, know if it's like Portland in like a good way. I mean, are you, are you sure? <laughs> I feel like it's Portland in Are you sure that a way? metropolitan area that has a community? store chain called Plaid Pantry 
couldn't support this? I thought that was a paint store. Oh, God. Just based on the logo, it looks like a paint store. I, yeah, I just, I like, I, I want there to be a competing chain that's just called Fixie and Go. <laughs> Plaid fucking pantry. Oh, Portland. Or Tartan. Like, just make it plaid, it's Tartan. The Tartan cupboard. It's the plaid just... cupboard and the Tartan cupboard. And oh they could be at war. They could have a turf war. I suppose. I suppose. I mean, but, but, like, one of them has to have strong lumberjack branding and, like, um. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah, like, endorsements from the iron and wine guy. Holy um, fuck! <laughs> no, no, no! You want the bony bear guy? Oh, of course, of course, of course. The other yes. one. <laughs> I mean, they they look really similar. Indeed, indeed. Actually, you know what? They they should both do endorsements for both sure, things. Absolutely, they can contribute like, to the turf war. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? In fact, they can do like a collabo CD that. Is the only music played over those speakers? Oh god, wow, this just became really insufferable really fast. Wow. If there's anybody listening from Portland, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> Don't try to deny it. Don't try to deny it. I only diss your city because I love it. Yes, I same, honestly. I love it and I hate that I love it. Great bookstore. God. Real good bookstore city. Yeah. And also, um also potato champion. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Portland. You win this You're one. You're off the hook. Dana, what's next? Um, I'm just going to do this one because I just love talking about Juggalos. Oh, no. <laughs> John knows exactly what I've chosen. It's John's Juggalo juice. <laughs> It sounds a lot like your own brand of jungle juice, but you're going to give it to Juggalos. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> is there anything in the notes field? No, for that? literally just... nothing. Literally nothing. So my imagination... Is it a product? Is it a business? It's a booze. Oh. I just imagined it was jungle juice with Fago. I suppose... Okay, but what, in, what is jungle juice in your... In your jungle juice is basically you get a plastic tub, you fill it with a bunch of fruit you find, and a bunch <laughs> of juice and a bunch of booze you put on the giant plastic tub and go here have this <laughs> okay so it's not like any specific combination of alcohols no it's basically like what, what whatever you can find yeah it's basically the casserole of like <laughs> of Holy like shit. party juice that's amazing I mean it could be for all I know it could be I would imagine that Fago was strongly represented in this idea well yeah but, I mean listen I'm gonna be straight up. Fago's delicious. Fago is good. Fago's, they're good. <laughs> I, I don't care. Fago's delicious. That's fine. I'm gonna live with that fact. It's delicious. But like, if you made Fago jungle juice, it'd probably be really good. And is there? I mean, like, there is a there's an emerging market here in the U.S. for hard sodas, quote-unquote. Yeah. I feel like this would have to be harder than that. I mean, not really. If you're marking it to Juggalos, you could really just use, like, pop-off. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, I just, I just mean in terms of alcohol content, right? Like, like pure... Um, so, okay. So then you could basically make, like, jungle juice, but, like, on the level of making it, like, a Tokyo tea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's stronger than beer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because all of the hard sodas that I've seen have been kind of, like... Comparable to beer, I think. Yeah, but yeah, this would be so more, be like, more like, 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 like on the like on the like mango Rita spectrum. <laughs> Listen, I 
love mango Ritas. I'm no judgments. I'm They're the it. only good thing that Budweiser has ever given the world. I, I do. I do not judge. But yeah, no. This like one bottle of this would be equivalent to maybe like two beers. Yeah, or like like a like 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 on the wine scale instead of the huh. beer scale. Well, I mean, so yeah, they could be like mango Ritas because mango Ritas are like eight percent. It's Verdonk. <laughs> they get you messed up. <laughs> it's great. So yeah, I mean, like, but, but it would did, have to be if you did ju- like Fago Jungle Juice on the like alcohol level of like mangaritas that'd be great because you could get the juggalo market and you could get the frat boy market so like you could get people who desperately just will throw money at booze no matter what because you put juggalo on it and you can get people who just have too much money and will buy anything if it gets them drunk right okay great perfect (laughs) I mean the question there just becomes one of branding right I mean like uh... what if you branded it to look like a LaCroix You made the cans collectible. And it's like John's junior one bedroom juice. But but, <laughs> but if the if the um, if the if the patterning on the can didn't look like anything up front like close, but then when you like backed away from it, it formed a juggalo. Yeah, face. no, you, you make them collectible. Yeah. So have one be like. I forgot all of their names. I only remember one of them is named Jamie Maddox. That because every time I Google the character Jamie Maddox, Madrox, sorry, because I love him, Multiple I think it. Just a bunch of juggalo, like guy from ICP. That's probably Violet J. Because I think the other oh, one yes. is named Shaggy Two Dope. Yes. 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 So could you, you could make the cans collectible, and they all have different like members of their of of ICPs. Like, well, there's only two of them, so like. I mean, those, but don't they have like auxiliary members? And they've like painted their children, so their children also have like oh family branding. Yeah, that seems nice. Possible. Yeah, because if you watch the Magnets video, like they got the kids. They, it's a generational <laughs> juggalo thing. This is the start of their Kardashian-like empire. Yes! <laughs> a generational juggler. Could we have a keeping up with the Kardashians, but instead it's jugglers. <laughs> that would actually be great. I would, I would love watch that. I show. would watch that so much. I don't understand why that hasn't already happened. I mean, especially given like there was a there was a, a period where like the nation's fascination with juggalos it spiked. Was, it was the magnets. Yeah. It was the magnets. Yeah. Um, we should have had that show immediately. Yeah. Huh. Well, missed opportunity. Uh, yeah, yes. and then you can have your like very special episode every year at the gathering of Jugglos. God, yes. <sighs> Dana, you're a genius. Okay. <laughs> I think that we have reached the end of the episode, and it might be time now for terrible recommendations or ideas that any of us have had that we would like to release into the world. Um, hmm. Okay, how about buying an orchard, but instead of running an orchard, you just let it go feral to, like, a scary murder forest, but it has apples in it. And then you become the hermit. (laughs) But the neighbors tell their kids, don't talk to that lady. (laughs) That's actually a really good idea, not a terrible recommendation. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, it was like, this just kind of, like, sounds like your dream. (laughs) It is my dream. (laughs) You could be the orchard witch. (gasps) You'd be like the... Dana. You'd be like the Boo Radley of, like... (laughs) A weird, creepy orchard. Orchard witch. Oh That's God. a thing. That is... Orchard witch. That is pretty great. I, I'm into that. I, there's no way I can top that. I don't, I don't have a, a terrible recommendation. Or, oh. or, 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 or. I finally thought of a terrible recommendation. And it was, don't have a viral tweet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Would you 
you tweet. I tweeted that you shouldn't be able to write Captain America if you don't support punching Nazis. Oh, right. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. How and then I had a bunch of Nazis yelling at me for like a week straight. Oh, no. <laughs> I saw that go everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Um, especially if it's about Nazis, because the Nazis will find you. And, like, it's really funny for, like, a day, and then you're just like, I have to turn all of my notifications off because it won't stop. That's, that's... So just don't have a viral tweet, like, ever. I... Okay. Ever. Good advice. Strong recommend. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> there you go. I can be found online, speaking of Twitter, uh, on Twitter and Instagram as Ferocious J. The word ferocious, the letter J. And you can find me on Twitter as at Kate D. That's K-E-I-G-H-T-D-E-E. And you can find my viral tweet. No. Uh, <laughs> you can find me under uh, Adam Eve. A-T-O-M-E-V-E. Um, this podcast can be found basically anywhere that you like podcasts, uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or Google. So why don't you go ahead and find them there? You can subscribe and, uh, that would be awesome of you. Um, and remember, if you have heard an idea that you like and you want to do, you should do it. I would just like credit and cut. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun.